Hello, everyone, and welcome to On Wednesdays We Watch One Tree Hill, the podcast where a bunch of nostalgic millennials sit around and talk about a TV show from the early 2000s that they either grew up with or have never seen before in their entire lives. As always, I am one of your co-hosts, Brody, and with me, as always, is Jesse. It is a wonderful life. And Caitlin. Is it? No. And today we are talking about season four, episode 10 of One Tree Hill, titled Songs to Love and Die By, which fun fact is a song by 8mm. Okay. I had no idea who they that were. That is a what? dark title. <laughs> mm-hmm. Why didn't they do the La Rocca album title for this one? Who knows? Because they're idiots. Don't know. But we open on. It's a wonderful life playing on the TV in the hospital. Who would have thunk that like this isn't just completely stripped directly from that, but it's fine. I digress. Mm-hmm. Um, and we flash back to last episode where I will go through this very quickly because I think we all remember what happened. One, Dante hits Haley with her car. Lucas rushes to Haley's side. Nathan pulls Dante out of said car, beats the shit out of him repeatedly. Dan pulls Nathan off of Dante, checks Dante's pulse to find that Dante is dead. We see Dan then make Nathan go back to Haley. Dan punches the ground to get bloody uh, hands. So it looks like he punched the shit out of Dante until the police and ambulance arrive. We see Lucas collapse and go to cardiac arrest as well. Great. We caught up. Good. I'm so mad that they made us watch all of it again. All of it. All All of it. it. And it was not like I looked at the air dates. They were just one week apart. It was not like this was a thing, but I think what it was instead of them doing a previously on, because we didn't even get a previously on. This episode, this was the previously on basically. So great, whatever. I just, yeah, I was annoyed. But as the camera then zooms in on Lucas coding in the middle of the street, it zooms in on his face and it zooms out as he wakes up and there is no one else around him. It is an empty street and he's very confused until he sees some shadowy figure in the distance and he calls out to them and he chases after them. And he grabs them by the shoulder and pulls them around. And who is it, Jesse? It's it's Keith. It is Keith. It's Keith. Um, it is full-grown ghost Keith. Full, it's not it ghost baby. It's not baby ghost Keith. It is full-grown adult Keith. Ghost Keith. When I tell you I screamed, I'm I didn't even say words. I shrieked really at the top of my lungs scared both the cat and my boyfriend in the process and then didn't take notes for the rest of the episode because i listen this is the second man that has left this television show that you both promised me up and down i would never see again and i'm not okay (laughs) about that at all so that's where i am right now it's very good to see him but Keith's back. Yay. We got well, Keith. Not exactly, as he not, says. <laughs> no, yeah, not exactly. Not exactly. Yes. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. So then um, they teleport to the hospital because, you know, they're both ghostly figures, apparently. Um, and they're Keith tells, Yeah. And Keith tells him that Lucas is not exactly alive, but he's not completely dead yet. He's not dead yet. <laughs> I had to do it. Ah. <laughs> I had to make the joke, um, but I'm glad Keith you really, did it because I was about to. Yeah, there we yeah, go. Yeah, See, yeah. there we go. But uh, Keith really doesn't explain for much further than that for Lucas. And um, he shows him. He shows Lucas Haley and Lucas being rushed into the hospital. And then we jump to Brooke again, telling Peyton about Haley and Lucas. And Brooke tells 
Peyton that she'll drive. And they leave, and we see that Lucas and Keith are watching them do this as well. And Lucas says, it's not fair that all these bad things keep happening to Peyton. But Keith says, but look at all the good things, too. Like him. And Keith explains that he's some sort of guide for Lucas as, you know, like we said, he's kind of in purgatory. He's not dead, but he's not exactly alive either. And Lucas says, I want to go see Haley. So they go to the hospital and the doctor is telling Nathan that Haley is not doing well. And the baby has a very slim chance of survival at this point, given the impact that it faced. Um, Lucas becomes super angry with that news and tells him that good people keep getting hurt like Keith and Peyton and Haley. And he asks, what's the point of being such a good person if all of this still happens to people that he cares about? And Keith's like, all right, you want to know what would happen if you weren't a good person? Fine. Here we go. He opens the elevator door and it opens to the courtyard of the school. So they walk through and they see a lone goth girl sitting at a table. And Lucas notices that it's Brooke. Keith insists that he approach her and ask her what's wrong. And so Lucas does. And this goth Brooke blows up at him and tells him to get away from her and leave her alone. Yep. Weird roller coaster for the first like five minutes of this episode. This, this whole episode is a weird roller coaster. Uh-huh. <laughs> a fever dream. I yeah. cried a lot during yep. this episode, but I hate it. <laughs> I hate it. You hate feeling things. I hate when this show particularly makes me feel things. <laughs> yep. I get yeah. that. I understand <laughs> that feeling well. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yes. So then, oh, but then we can take joy in this one. Dan is thrown in a jail cell for I, apparently murdering Dante. I did like that. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Seeing Dan in orange, orange jumpsuits. Yeah. Yes. It's great. It's great. It's good color on him. <laughs> yes. So then uh, Brooke and Peyton in the real world get to the hospital and ask Nathan how Haley is doing. Nathan starts to completely break down and blames himself for everything and says he wishes he would have just drowned in the river on his wedding day that then if that had happened, none of this would be happening right now. And he leaves and it cuts to Nathan on the bridge yelling at Keith for saving him that day. And he says, if he had died, there would be no Dante and no accident and Haley and the baby would be fine. And we see the camera pull back even more to see that Lucas and Keith are watching over Nathan. And Lucas assumes it was actually Keith that saved Nathan that day. But Keith says it was not him and that people are just stronger than they think and they just block it out. And Lucas says he wishes he would have just helped Nathan lose the stupid game so everyone would be OK. And Keith's like, no, 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 we'll take you back. And he takes him back to this alternate reality. And we're at the record store where Nathan comes in and he wants to buy the new Haley James album. And he does just to break it on the counter and leave. On vinyl, specifically. On vinyl, vinyl specifically, yes. He breaks the vinyl. We find out that if Lucas had not actually went to New York that day to talk to Haley, she would have never come back home to Tree Hill. And her and Nathan's marriage would have never gotten back to where it is now. And Keith kind of tells him, all of the conversations that you've had with anyone you ever know, they actually matter in the long run. People remember these things one way or the other. And so we go back to the real world and Peyton is at the record store and she kind of breaks down to the record store owner and he gives her this record um, to listen to and urges her to listen to it. And he tells her that she's way too young to not believe that everything is going to be okay. And we get a quick scene of Peyton back in a room listening to this album. 
and having but also a face. not before a very funny exchange when Max yes. is like fourth album, fifth bin, and she pulls yes. it out and goes, Latoya Jackson. He was like, it would have been very, very funny if it had been Latoya Jackson. Right? <laughs> yes. If yes. the answer to her crisis of faith would have been Latoya Jackson. Right. Yes. And then he just goes, he goes, sixth album. Never mind. <laughs> right. He's like, sorry, it's the fifth album, Max. Sorry. Yeah. It's great. It's great. Um, yes. So then um, back at the hospital. In the real world, Haley is lying unconscious with Nathan at her side. Um, we then see Dan sitting in a cell, and Karen is sitting at the hospital chapel. Um, Lucas and Keith are back in the hospital, and they walk past uh, Lucas's room. And Lucas does a double take as he walks past his unconscious body and looks back at it and goes, "Oh, okay, great." <laughs> <laughs> it's just it's weird. And then it's they his both- default reaction to surprising news. Peyton tells uh-huh. him. Tells him she loves him. Oh, oh, sees his dead body in a hospital. Oh, oh, <laughs> yep. yep. He, he is he is a wordsmith. <laughs> this Lucas, very, you much, just very much, very much. But they end up at the the chapel, um, watching over Karen, and Lucas says he wishes he would have taken his medication, and Keith says, "Yeah, that was a stupid thing to do." And they have the most adorable conversation ever. About where Lucas is like, yeah, I know it was stupid, but you don't have to be mean about it. And he also says again, you really suck at being this like guardian angel thing, whatever's going on here. It's hilarious and adorable. Yeah, I do enjoy how insistent Luke is that Keith is the worst guardian right? angel ever. He's like, you you're you're the worst and you suck at this. Yeah, it's great. <laughs> it's great. And uh, so then they, they keep talking and Keith then tells him they're running out of time. Um. And he goes through the chapel door and it takes them to the high school. And they walk down the hall and turn the corner and Lucas sees Keith and Jimmy's dead bodies after the shooting. And Lucas is like, I don't want to see this, Keith. I don't Why am I seeing this? I don't want to see this. And Keith's like, no, we have to talk about what happened here that day. And there are things that he needs to know. And Keith urges Lucas to remember what he saw that day. He, you know, Lucas describes what he remembers and Keith's like, all right, you can't see it yet, but you will, you will see it. Then we go back to Brooke and Peyton in the real world. And Brooke finds Peyton under the bridge at Tree Hill, um, the same bridge she sat under when her mom died. And Brooke tells her, um, this is not going to be like the last time, you know, she's not going to lose Lucas and Peyton like she lost her moms. And Peyton admits that she misses Brooke. And she sincerely asks her if they could be friends again. And Brooke, you know, kind of says yes when Peyton asks like before. But Brooke says sorry, like before is gone. Yeah, fair. I mean, that also. That exchange was also very hard, like, but like, but mature, especially on Brooke's part, just being like, yeah, mm-hmm. sure. We, you know, there's very less animosity between us between us now and yeah but it can never go back which is true you know like mm-hmm. i don't i liked it yeah it's great um then we see that lucas and uh, keith are watching over them as well and lucas asks about uh the goth version of brooke and <laughs> keith takes him to the cemetery where we see you know, in the reality where if Lucas was selfish and not a good person, Lucas never went back into the school that day of the shooting and Peyton died that day. 
And Brooke never fully accepted it and, you know, became severely depressed because of it and became this goth girl to cope with all of it. Also, I'm going to do it. I'm sorry. We officially have a semi-definitive timeline of this TV show. Oh, yes? Because of Peyton's death date. Oh, when was it? I didn't even look at it. March 1st, 2006. Okay. Was in canon the day of the school shooting. So, assuming it's been two months since then. Yeah. We are coming up on the end of the school year, obviously, because... They're talking about finals are around the corner because Brooke, right. you know, obviously might fail out because mm-hmm. she's failing calculus. So we're coming up on the end of the school year, but we can probably assume it's May. Early May, point. probably. Which makes no sense with actual high school basketball nope, playoffs. No, not in the fucking slightest. No. <laughs> not in the fucking slightest. No, great. 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 We have a semi definitive timeline now. Well, that we, we have can base things around. We have Great. one hard and fast date. <laughs> one in an uh, in in an alternate timeline. I'm just throwing it out there. It's in an alternate <laughs> timeline. But anyway, anyway, <laughs> yes. So uh, then we see Nathan um, go to visit Dan in jail, and Nathan says he wants to turn himself in, but Dan refuses, does not let him. And Dan tells him he's right where he should be, given all that he's done. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Huh. Yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, Nathan says, you know, Nathan, poor Nathan, says, you know, Dan does not deserve to be in there because he's never actually killed anyone, right? <laughs> Thickest silence ever from uh-huh. Dan Scott. Yeah, Dan goes silent and then changes the subject and goes, how's Haley and the baby? (laughs) And Nathan talks to him about it and lets it slip that they're having a boy. And Dan is over the moon about the fact he's going to have a grandson. Mm. And Dan immediately tells him to leave and go be with Haley. He'll be totally fine. And Nathan tells Dan that he loves him and Dan leaves. Yes. Then, yep. Yep. Then we go back to Keith and Lucas, who go to Keith's garage. And they talk about the first time Lucas talked to Peyton and how he complimented her art. And Keith explains that Peyton at that point needed someone to believe in her. And because of what Lucas did, Peyton became a better person. And he tells him it's an easy thing to say I love you to the people that matter. You never know when you'll lose them or when they'll lose you. Yeah. Wise words. Wise words. Ugh, I just. All, I, don't, I don't know. I understand that this is all like a fantasy and this is, I don't know. It was so nice. To, to it was so nice to see Keith and hear was, Keith give his words of wisdom that we've yes, been missing for yes. a season and a half. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I'm with you. I think I'm, that added to like the heightened emotion. I'm not entirely sure that some of the stuff that made me cry today would have made me cry if also added on top of it, Keith hadn't been If here. Keith wasn't the one delivering yeah. it. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yep. I get that. Yep. So then uh, back in the real world, Peyton puts some headphones on Lucas's ears and has him listen to a song while he's unconscious. And then we see Nathan in his in the room with Haley pleading with her to come back to him. Uh 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 Then in jail, Dan gets a visit, not from ghost baby Keith, but from full grown Keith. (laughs) 
<laughs> this is my favorite exchange the entire episode. It's uh... oh god, it's just it's insane. So Keith haunts Dan some more and tells him, you know, that the shame and guilt he has will never get better. It's going to get worse every single day. But I, I do have to say the funny part was Dan did say, "Oh, you're finally here." The the baby version of you was just getting annoying. Yep. <laughs> god. And Dan says that he's making amends, though, through protecting Nathan. And Keith says, for what? Did he actually kill Dante? Question mark, dot, mm, dot, dot. Nope. And then Keith continues to torment Dan in different ways until he quickly changes his tactics and says that he forgives him. And Dan tells him <laughs> to take it back. But Keith continues to say, I forgive you, Danny. I forgive you. As he undoes his jacket and blood starts dripping from his chest from the from the gunshot wound. And then he disappears and has a jump scare in front of Dan's cell door where Keith says he'll forgive him, but hell won't as his face is covered in blood. Oh, he's covered in blood. And it's so creepy, but it's just like, I remember it scaring me in high school because Uh I, I mean, I'm still a baby, but like, I remember it not being a fan of that moment in high school, but watching it now, it was just so funny uh-huh. Because it's Dan, so like, out of character. <laughs> right? And no. Dan screams like a little girl and reels back in horror. It's and so funny. We all know that I am a baby. I uh-huh. cannot handle jump scares. I cackled. This was so <laughs> fucking funny. Like, I don't know if it's just because it's it was happening to Dan. I don't know if I was still, like, just so happy that Keith was there. But, like, it, I cackled it was so fucking funny (laughs) i mean i think part of it was well not only that it was happening to dan but it felt like a prank that an older brother would pull on a younger brother yes Mm -hmm. (laughs) like that at at its core that's what it felt like oh yeah absolutely (laughs) absolutely yeah which is really the vibe that the entirety of dan being haunted by keith has had like if you look back on it even when it's ghost baby keith like it is all it all has the vibe of an older brother just Mm -hmm. making his baby brother's life hell yes (laughs) yep yeah yeah yep so then uh we get a really sweet scene where it's brooke and peyton and they both visit uh peyton goes to visit Haley, and brooke goes to visit lucas and they have a mirrored scene where they basically say the same words to the unconscious person saying the other has to wake up. They have to get better and they have to wake up because they have to take care of the other person. Lucas has to take care of Peyton. Haley has to take care of Brooke um, because they can't take care of each other anymore because of how their friendship has changed, but they need to be there for them because they really still care about each other. And at the end they go, but don't tell him we had this conversation. Yeah. It's so good. Peyton tells Haley, we can't leave Brooke alone with Rachel. Yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah. It's the best. Oh, uh, like, yeah, we can't leave Brooke alone with Rachel. You gotta, you gotta help her out. Yeah. Uh, it's so cute and so uh, sweet. And I love it. Oh, uh, yes. That made me tear up a little bit. That moment between yeah. those two. Yeah. Same. I mean, same. Yeah. Yeah. God. Yeah. So then, oh, uh, no, this is the other one. Uh, then Nathan is in the chapel and, he remembers Keith telling him underwater to breathe and everything will be okay. And then we see Nathan praying and says, he knows he's done bad things, but Haley shouldn't be the one to be punished for them. He prays for a miracle for Haley. 
and do not take her away from him or their child away from them. And a couple pews back, we see ghost Keith and Lucas and Keith tells Nathan to just breathe and everything's going to be okay. And just as he says that Peyton bursts in and tells him it's Haley and Haley is now awake and Nathan comes in the room and embraces her. And lays on top of the woman with fractured yeah, that was lungs. I was like, the woman was hit by a car, Nathan, and you're just going to put your full body weight on top yep, of her. Yep, 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 great, yep, yep. great, great, great. <laughs> yes. So then, uh, then we go back to ghost Keith and Lucas, who they go to visit Keith's grave. And Keith comments, you know, about how it's not got a lot of flowers on it or anything. And Lucas is like, we're sorry, but, you know, my mom can't come here. She can't bring herself to come here. And I don't often because he admits that he didn't believe Nathan when Nathan said that Keith was the one who rescued him because he didn't believe in the idea that Keith was ever there, that ghost Keith or guardian angel Keith or whatever you want to say was there at all. And Keith says, that's fine. He didn't come here to make him believe in Keith. He came there to make him believe in himself. And Lucas, Lucas asks Keith if there's a heaven and Keith says, he doesn't know. Is there? And Lucas tells him again that he really sucks at this. <laughs> it's great. Ugh. And Lucas tells him he was asking because if there is, he wants to go there with him now. And Keith tells him if he goes back to life, to the living, um, there will be tough times. There'll be heartache and pain, but there will also be love, laughter, and a lifetime of accomplishment. And while they're there, Lucas sees an old woman standing at a grave. And he asks who that is. And we figure out that um, if this is the timeline where if Lucas decides to go with Keith now, Peyton lives a wonderful life, but she could never fully let go of Lucas. And so the old woman is actually Peyton visiting Lucas's grave. And the pair end up at the garage and Lucas tells him that he has to go back. He never told Peyton he loves her and he has to go back and tell her. And Keith says, okay. And here comes the hard part because they have to say goodbye. And Lucas says he's going to miss him so much, but Keith assures him that he will be with him every single day and that they'll see each other again someday. And I cried the most ugly tears imaginable in this exact moment. Yeah, I cried too, but then the next moment made me cackle again. So yes, it's okay. Which is what I love about this episode because <laughs> it makes you cry and then laugh within the same 30 seconds. Yep. Um, yeah. And Keith literally goes, This might hurt a little bit as he yeah. just tables. <laughs> and the look on Craig Schaefer's face when he just puts, like, uh huh. He's like, here we go. (laughs) Yes. And so Ghost Keith uses the jumper cables and shocks Lucas. And we jump back to Lucas laying in the middle of the street as we left him at the beginning of the episode. Or at the end of last episode as well. And he's shocked back. Um, And as that happens and he's gasping for air, Keith tells him, it's okay, Lucas. Just breathe. It's going to be okay. And Keith turns and walks away. No. Mm-mm. <laughs> and more ugly tears? Yes. Yeah. 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 Yes. Yes. <sighs> then we get the very end, the montage moments of Dan sitting in jail cell, very spooked. Man is completely spooked, as he should be. Um, the doctor um visiting with Nathan and Haley and telling them, you know, after all this baby's been through, 
you know, I can't make any promises, but if we hear a heartbeat, there's no reason this baby shouldn't be totally fine. And they do the ultrasound and they do hear a heartbeat. And Nathan and Haley embrace and we find out, yes, baby's going to be just fine. And then uh, Brooke comes to Lucas's room to see Peyton asleep at his bedside. Brooke smiles and she leaves them alone. And as Lucas sleeps or is unconscious, um, he recalls his time with Keith. And he recalls then the conversation in the hall of the school um, a little more. And Keith tells him not to close himself off, but to open his eyes like the way he opens his heart to everyone around him. And he repeats to Luke to open his eyes. He continuously says it. Open your eyes, Lucas. Open your eyes. And Lucas sees something and wakes up. And the episode ends. God. I forgot that we don't see what Lucas sees this episode. I did, too. I thought we were going to find out what it was. I was fully prepared to have that conversation. Yep. <laughs> and, and then, then I it saw didn't it and I went. Ha- happen. Nope, not a thing. So, yes. Um, anyway. <laughs> yeah. So that's the episode. And fun fact, the mid-season finale of this right. show. It comes back in like three months in the, yeah, in real life. So, That's yeah. a good mid-season finale. <laughs> it's a great yeah. season finale. Oh. Great. It's a great episode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. What did we think, kids? I, I mean, we talked it. about this last week, but these two episodes are like peak One Tree Hill. Some of the best episodes of the entire series. Mm-hmm. Without question. And for it being, you know, like the alternate timeline episodes or what if episodes, which usually are fun, but not the most enjoyable things ever, because we don't want to see the characters we've grown to love and cherish be weird and not how we envision them constantly. Oh, you mean like in the alternate timeline episode we had when Nathan was Pat was unconscious? Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> yes. 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 Where everyone is totally different. Uh, yeah. Um, that's. I yeah. forgot about that one. <laughs> Oh, you mean the one where Brooke showers with him and Peyton's a bitch? Yeah. And, oh, these yep. Scott brothers have very active, unconscious minds. <laughs> really do. They really do. Um, but this one, I feel, is so nice because I think it's more grounded in reality than the others. Because it's them watching over real events happening. And then we have a little bit of it. The only weird thing we got was Gothbrook, which is just, okay, it's there. We got to see Sophia Bush and goth makeup, which if you wanted to see that, just go watch that horror movie she did about a video game. What was that? I think it's called oh. Game Over. Oh. <laughs> so it was something like that. And her name is literally October is her character's name. Oh, my God. That's right. Her <laughs> name I is forgot about that. October. Yes. I totally oh, forgot. No, that that's what her name was. Yep. I haven't even seen it. I just knew that. <laughs> yeah, because you don't forget when a character's name is October. <laughs> yeah, I'm looking it up right now because I have to fight. Stay Alive. It's called Stay Alive. And she filmed it, I'm pretty sure, back to back with this and John Tucker Must Die because they were both released within the same year. Oh, totally. Dang. She had the same in o- hair. In 06. So, yeah. She had the same hair. She had the same hair that she has at the beginning of season three. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So yeah, if you want to see a goth Sophia Bush even more, go watch Stay Alive. It's yeah, it's a it's an okay horror movie. Or don't because it <laughs> or just watch out. this episode a couple times. Yeah, 
Yeah. It is also an okay horror movie, but you get you get a little bit of campy gore. You get some like I don't know. It, a jump mind. scare. You get you get one jump scare and some campy gore scare. from Keith, and that's yeah. it. And then a goth yeah. girl going, "Leave me alone." Yeah, it's scary yeah. horror. <laughs> wow. If that's okay. Wow. Anyway, yeah. No, I liked it. I. Yeah, I don't know. I I think this could have very easily been a throwaway episode but again like i don't what how am i trying to say this the the writing of it and how they used it to bring luke uh forward in the whole you know Mm -hmm. mystery of keith's death that he didn't know was a mystery right Mm -hmm. well and i think what it does is um and I and I like when some shows do this. The only other reference I have is Buffy the Vampire Slayer, and I'll talk about that one. But it's it's where you had the action packed, what normally would have been a mid season finale or a season finale in episode nine, where they won the championship basketball game. You would think automatically that would be how the season ends or how the mid season ends or whatever like that. I think even Jesse predicted at one point she was like, "Yeah, championship game's gonna be the finale. It's gonna be great, you know." And it's it's right. not. It is it is episode nine, and then we get episode ten, which is sort of a palate cleanser of sorts, but it also then does what the show does best, which is then wraps up everything that we've already talked about, sort of, but then propels even more stuff going forward. Like the mystery of what happened to Keith really for Lucas, like the new relationship that is now Brooke and Peyton, like Nathan and Haley and this baby, because now it very much feels like this baby is going to be a lot more front and center than it has been in the last few episodes. Right. And I mean, one tree Hill does this every season, Mm -hmm. like, the the actual finale of the action tends to mm-hmm. be the second to last episode of any season so far. Yeah. I've seen three seasons. They've all been like that. And then the season finale is a, the introspective is like, introspective yeah. and setting up what the next season, at least the beginning of the next season's conflict is going to be. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, yeah, I should have expected it, but I didn't. Mm-hmm. Um, they never like to leave us with a clean ending they like to clean up the mess in the penul- you know in the second to last episode mm-hmm. and then in the last episode fuck things up again yeah and yeah. it was like it's also it's a very clean episode it's a very quick paced it's very fast it's not it's just the core characters like literally yeah. deb mouth skills rachel and whitey none of them are in this episode at all yeah karen is in it for 2.2 seconds yeah hell dan is only in it for like a few minutes Mm-hmm. Of the entire thing. It is a very quick thing. And yeah. No, I'm actually kind of surprised how quickly we were able to recap it. Yeah. Because this episode felt long to mm-hmm. me. And I don't know if it's because it was so emotional. I don't yeah. know if, yeah, if it was a more dialogue-driven sh- episode than an action-driven episode. Mm-hmm. But the actual runtime of episode 10 felt very long. And then it, yeah, we just recapped it really quickly. I feel like so. Yeah, no, we kind of breezed through this, which is a little shocking to me, but yeah. um, I just, I love this episode. It's a great episode that, I mean, we get Keith back. I mean, literally having Keith back for just one episode to be that moral compass for Lucas that he hasn't had for a year. Or in the, yeah. sh- or in the, in or real two life. months, it's, you know, two months, <laughs> however long it's actually been, you know, it's yeah, it's yeah. just, 
yeah, it's very nice to have Keith back. It was very nice to, um, like I said, Seabrook and Peyton on speaking terms again. We don't have yeah. the nastiness between those two because I don't know about you guys, but I was really getting tired of it. Oh, I'm, so, oh, I'm over it. Yeah. I was so over it. Um, you know, I love the fact that Dante's actually dead, like completely, and he's done. Fingers crossed. <laughs> like, I just, yeah, yeah, I like that Dan's in jail. It's wonderful. I love <laughs> seeing Dan in jail. Dan it's, and Dale is great. Yeah. Uh, I just had a really smart thought pop into my head and then it ran away. Uh, <laughs> Chase uh, after it. Chase after it. Uh, no, it's it's gone. Yep, gone for good. Um, okay. Sorry about that. Dead air. Well, I think really hard. <laughs> no worries. You're doing I'm looking amazing, at, I'm looking at. I'm looking at episode timeline stuff real quick to figure out if there was any other... Because I feel like there was another season break but i can't remember i don't think so and it's not as long as i thought it was it was only they were only off for the winter months it was like a month that they were only gone for like a month so mm-hmm. oh no there was oh god oh yeah no we get another big one that's what it is okay this was not the big one there's another big one between episodes 15 and 16 oh right that's right which which yeah how yeah. dare they? No, no, no. You're going to be like, how dare they? Whenever that actually comes about. <laughs> so, um, uh, yeah. But yeah, no, this was just the mid-season finale that they did for for a month over the winter break. So, um, yeah. But anything else we want to add before we wrap this one up? Nope. No. Okay. No, I'm. What yeah. do you think Lucas saw, Jesse? Yes. Oh, I don't I truly don't know. I'm I mean I'm I'm assuming it has something to do with Dan. I'm assuming it's you know I well yeah, I guess I don't know cuz there weren't any other people in the in the hallways. So is it like cuz the gun's already on the ground. We saw the gun on the ground between the two bodies. Is it like Dan like walking out the door? Is it just the back of Dan like that's all I can think of because obviously, I mean, maybe not obviously, but in my head, this leads to the truth coming out about Keith's murder. And yeah, so it has to be something with Dan. Interesting. Don't, don't know what that is. Interesting. It's very Thank interesting. You. Very interesting. Okay. Hmm. Anything else we want to add? I got uh, nothing. I was just yeah. curious. All right. Anyway, then that's going to do it for us, guys. Thank you so much for listening. As always, don't forget to like, rate, and subscribe to the podcast. Rate us five stars. It really does help us out in the long run with these lovely algorithms all these podcast networks have. And follow us on social media. We are everywhere at On Wednesdays Pod. Uh, You can find us most often in the Instagram DMs or on Facebook. So hit us up there if you want to have any uh, discussion or have any questions, comments, and or concerns. And yeah, we will see you guys next week for another Fun-filled episode of On Wednesdays, we watch One Tree Hill. We'll see you guys then. Bye! Bye! Bye. I don't have an outro. Open your eyes, Luke. There it is.